Hello and welcome to Shrink, the podcast for the mind. I'm Philippe Taron and I talk to the people who want to have a better understanding of their issues with weight and body image. In today's episode, I'll be talking about sadness. I've been uh, talking about different emotions before, like anger, boredom, loneliness. And a friend was telling me this morning, where are you sure you want to talk about sadness? You know, it's the festive season and uh, people are uh, looking forward to uh, their Christmas. And well, yes, because maybe Christmas won't feel the same for everyone this year. Um, you know, some people won't be able to travel like they used to. Some people will be by themselves and uh, will feel quite lonely. And then I must say that it's quite difficult to project ourselves in uh, in brighter days, in better days. Um, so yes, sadness is a good subject for this this time of the year. And sadness is an emotion that we uh, we have to deal with sometimes daily, but we don't always notice it because, um, like I always say, you, you know, being in touch with your sadness doesn't mean you're a sad person, doesn't mean you're have, uh, you're, you have a sad life. No, it's um, things that we hear around us. It's the people that uh, we encounter and they tell us about their story. It's something we hear uh, on the news. It's can be a different kind of things which trigger uh, our sadness. Even if our life is not sad, even if we're you know, quite a positive person, a happy person, we can be happy but feeling sad sometimes. And that's really important. As I've seen so many times that people find it difficult to mention their sadness. It's like if they start mentioning it, they're opening floodgates and they don't know how, where it's going to end. People will feel sorry for them and um, it's a difficult one to tackle. I don't feel sorry when a client of mine speaks about uh, their sadness. I'm glad that they've been able to uh, mention it, to be in touch with their sadness because usually it's been there and I've had a sense of it even though sometimes it, at first they didn't really uh, know what they were dealing with. Um, some people will uh, express uh, their sadness by being, uh, let's say, angry, you know. Sometimes you would say to someone, are you sad, you, look, you don't look well, or, and they would say, no, I'm not, I'm not sad, come on, leave me alone. And, uh, because it's easier for them to, uh, to show some anger than to admit that they're sad for something. Usually when you say that you're sad, the people around you want to comfort you. And in fact, I don't know if we have to comfort uh, the people who feel sad or the people who, I mean, who express their sadness. We can be there for them. We can uh, listen to them. We can uh, take them in, in our arms eventually if they want to. Um, but it's their own sadness. And... Uh, but the best way to um, get rid of their sadness is, of course, to express it, to put words on it, and then eventually to cry. And even now, even nowadays, it seems like it's tough um, for some people to just cry and say, yeah, I'm sad, and start crying. 
Um, some will uh, turn it into a joke. Others, like I said, um, will get angry. Or they will just say that, you know, they're just emotional today for whatever reason, or they didn't sleep well, or, you know, they will pretend it's just... They won't acknowledge truly that they feel sad for something. We want to make sure it's our own sadness uh, we're, we're dealing with. Sometimes if we're in touch with some people who are sad, um, can be our parents or our friends or colleagues, uh, our partner, if they don't acknowledge uh, their sadness, um, it can really be that we take it on board and we become sad. Um, so it's their sadness, it's not ours, it's not yours, it's not mine, it's theirs. So of course you can have some, uh, some empathy for someone who's sad, but don't let their sadness invade your own emotional system. When we feel sad, it's so tempting to reach for food or for alcohol, because it's comforting, and it works, in fact. You feel sad, you, um, it's often sadness is associated with loneliness. Not always, but it's often something, you know, two emotions that uh, kind of go together. But as I said, not always. And yes, it is comforting. So you feel sad, you, had, uh, you heard some bad news, or, um, you know, even the times we're living in, uh, can bring a lot of challenges, and some of them can make you feel sad. And opening the cupboard and go for food or some, you know, a pack of biscuits or, uh, or some chocolate or a glass of wine or two or three or a bottle of wine. Well, for a while, it's going to comfort you. But not for long, of course. You know, it's just uh, something that will help for a, a very short time because then on top of your sadness, well, you'll feel bad. You'll feel guilty. You'll feel bad about yourself. I think it really helps to put words on your sadness, even writing them down, so that it becomes more tangible. I'm not sure about that word in English, but I think it's the right word. Um, so it's not like a vague feeling or something you're kind of uh, going through, but you can put words on it. But why is it uh, such a difficult emotion to... Um, to share or to, um, to be in touch with. Well, for many people, they feel like if they acknowledge their sadness, even for themselves, they're going to open floodgates and it's like it's, they're going to be depressed and, uh, and it's never going to end. They, it's like they've been storing this sadness for so long, they just don't dare being in touch with it and expressing it. But in fact, it's... It makes things even worse because you keep adding a layer of sadness to another layer of sadness. And um, yeah, it's a shame because it's, it's, uh, it's not a bad emotion. I mean, it's not one which is very pleasant to deal with. But once you've dealt with it, it's usually gone. Uh, not, always, not for always. I mean, sometimes it will come back. But uh, at least you will feel a big relief. Whilst the relief that you may feel by overeating or uh, drinking is such a short relief. I had a client and uh, she couldn't really... She knew she was sad, but she 
couldn't really know what was making her sad. And uh, it took a bit of time to understand that, in fact, she was carrying on her shoulder her own mother's uh, sadness. Um, her mother went through very um, difficult things and, you know, a lot of traumas during her life. And uh, her daughter was and never acknowledged this this uh, this sadness and then now it she, it was on my client's shoulder it wasn't her own sadness and um it was tough for her to let go because somehow it was uh, even though her mother was not uh, alive anymore it was somehow still some kind of a bond she she had with her i mean unconscious bond of course um so letting go with that was, was in a way letting go with her mother uh, that's how she did feel about it and i told her well no you know because your mother wasn't just uh, um this person uh, full of sadness she was you know, much more than that and uh, this bond you can let go you know this bond uh, that you have with her you can let it go and um it's not going to affect the 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 souvenir the souvenir or the you know the, the memory that you memories you've got of her this is maybe going to sound strange or, or weird to you but some people don't have access to joy they don't have the right to express and feel joyful or happy so it's quite tempting for them to express uh, some sadness to somehow justify the absence of joy and happiness it's usually something that runs in a family. Um, um, it's what I would call sad families, families where everybody or almost everybody is sad. Uh, how can you be happy when things are so wrong? How can you be happy knowing what your father has been going through? How can you be happy uh, knowing what's happening in the world, what's going on in the world? I sometimes have uh, clients who, um, during the sessions, they you know, they tell me uh, things they've been through or things they're going through and, you know, really sad and difficult things. But they say it in some kind of a, what I would call neutral tone. They don't express it. Uh, they don't say, well, this is terrible. It makes me feel really sad. And, and um, I'm always glad for them when they can uh, at some point say, yeah, this is tough, in fact. Yeah, I'm struggling with that. Yes, I'm really sad. And they eventually uh, start crying because I know they'll feel so much better afterwards. And even if things are changing, it's uh, still more difficult for men than uh, it is for women to, uh, to express their sadness. They see it as a sign of uh, some kind of a weakness. And um, um, it's a shame, really. And I'm so, so glad that it's changing. And it's okay for a man to say, I'm sad, and, and to cry, just to cry. As a young boy, I knew that every time I was uh, feeling sad, my mother was telling me, oh, no, don't be sad. It makes me so sad when you're sad. And um, no, no good son wants to make his mother sad. So I learned how not to express my sadness and keep it for myself. I know that sometimes when I'm feeling sad, but 
I can't really cry. And uh, it's not like I'm looking forward to crying every day, but sometimes I feel like I need to uh, purge uh, uh, some kind of sadness. Um, some songs can help me uh, in that way. So some songs that will uh, um, touch me or make me more emotional will help me. For some people, it will be um, watching certain um, uh, movies, for others, it would be it will be reading um, uh, books that will at some point make them uh, feel in touch with their sadness. So there are all kinds of ways to um, help uh, releasing that the tension. In fact, it's a tension that uh, that is created by sadness. I know that when I feel sad and I cannot really um, you know put my finger on what is making me uh, feel sad. I just go on my laptop and I find that song, I play it, and it works straight away. So um, that's my, um, the best way for me to uh, unleash, let's say, the sadness. Sometimes a public sadness um, will uh, help some people to express how they feel. Uh, let's say if a very well-known uh, actress or a very well-known singer or a public figure, let's say, dies, for example, um, you will see that lots of people will cry about it. And their tears will not only be about that person, but it will also be tears for other people they've lost um, earlier in, the, in their life. Even if they don't always uh, acknowledge it, it will be maybe the loss of their youth, um, you know, and uh, because a, a singer will be the singer they used to love when they were young. And uh, so sometimes that can be a trigger and a useful one. So once again, even if it uh, has a bad reputation somehow, uh, sadness is not a negative emotion. It's not a nice one to be in, in touch with, but if it's there, you better first acknowledge for yourself that you're sad. Put words on this. I'm sad because of this. This is making me sad. Uh, what that person told me made me feel really sad. And then eventually, if you can, you know, cry. It feels good. It's a release of that sadness. And then you won't need to overeat or to find comfort in food or alcohol. That's what makes us human, these emotions. You know, anger, sadness, loneliness, boredom. And the thing is that they don't vanish. Uh, if we repress our emotions, we store them, we stockpile them, and then it becomes more and more difficult and more and more scary to express them. So yes, it's the festive season, and I hope you'll have a great time and you know, a great Christmas, and, uh, and I already wish you a very happy new year. And uh, if you feel sad, it's okay. It's fine, really. It just says that uh, you're a human being, and that's a great thing to be. Thank you.